Oh, man. I am absolutely a sweltering. You know what? I do wonder, actually. I do wonder if I can just go over here and just put my... Let's see if I can put my fan on and see how far it can it can it can blow cold air. Um, I mean, I literally could do the podcast over here, but I'm not going to. Um, is it blowing cold air? Oh, okay. I think it needs to be a little bit more further. Just pointing for further down. Maybe just a tiny bit. Maybe that bit. I hope it don't fall off my. How's that? Oh, okay, that's that's slightly better. I mean, I'm getting a little bit. If I move a little bit closer, I get a little draft of fan air. Only a little bit though. But you know what? I think that will do. I think that will do, and I'm happy with that. Um, there we go. I've also got a nice cold can of Monster. I went to the shop just before hitting record on the podcast. So, do you know something? Last time I had a can of Monster, which I believe was about a week ago, I opened it, and you know what? Half of it spilled out everywhere. Literally went all over me. So, I'm hoping and praying. Don't do it, 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 Oh, thank God. It didn't do it this week. There we go. My can of monster was not shaken up before I purchased it this week. And yeah, it didn't spill everywhere like it did last week. It spilled all down me, all down my shirt, all down my trousers, and all over my floor. And I only had around about three quarters of a can left and it weren't nice well it was nice obviously it was nice it's monster anyway mm, 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 ah there we go that is what i call a refreshing drink there we go Anyway, right, now, given the fact that I'm still sweltering in this heat and, you know, I've got a podcast to do, let me just start off this week's episode 42 of the podcast by saying, welcome to the weekly podcast! Yes, there we go, episode 42 this week of the podcast. Didn't do a podcast last week. I took a week off uh, from doing it, but I am back once again with another podcast. And I'm starting off this week's podcast uh, with a bit of breaking news uh, from the world of BritBox, a streaming service uh, made by ITV and the BBC, uh, BritBox. So it was announced earlier today, July the 23rd, 2021. Uh, that Spitting Image Series 2 is going to be returning um, to... Well, Spitting Image is going to be returning with the second series uh, on BritBox. And the um, the start date of when they when the episodes will be dropping on BritBox has been announced. Uh, so the date of that will be September 11th. So in just over about a month and a half's time, I'm going to have my 
I d when is September? Is it a Friday or is it a Monday? Because I think I'm going to guess it's going to be a, a weekly drop on BritBox um, for around about six, seven weeks. I'm going to find out when September 11th is. Okay, well, okay, well, September 11th happens to be on a Saturday. So, yeah, it seems to be on a Saturday. So, I'm going to be having a Saturday night show to watch in September, and I'm going to have half an hour of content to laugh at. Um, yeah, I absolutely enjoyed uh, the first series of, of uh, Spitting Image on BritBox last year. Really, really enjoyed that, and that's why I'm really, really can't wait to watch the second series. Um, they actually announced um, some puppets, some new spitting image puppets, along with the um, release date of series two. So they've now got Gareth Southgate, um, Harry Kane, and Marcus Rashford as some of the puppets that we might be seeing in series two of Spitting Image. So along with obviously all the other celebrities that that may have appeared in the in the last series, we might obviously see uh, some more sketches um, and parodies of, of them as puppets um, as well in series two. You know what, I just really, really cannot wait for series two of Spitting Image, really can't. Um, so yeah, September 11th is when uh, Spitting Image will be dropping on BritBox and that's going to be a weekly um, thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to find out very quick. I don't know if the, the amount of episodes that we're getting has been confirmed. Um, it would be very interesting to see. I mean, they might have, a, they might have said about it. No, no. No, no, okay. I thought they would have like done some sort of press release or something to say spitting image. Um Yeah, no, no, nothing. Nothing other than other than you know um series two is kicking off from eleventh of September exclusively on Britbox. There we go. Um and that's it. Um there we go. Right, anyway, so that's uh, that's the first bit of uh, news that I wanted to bring to you. Um, coming up, by the way, in this week's podcast, I'm going to be talking about my brand new TV that I now have installed in my room. I'm going to just give it away now. It's huge. It is the, it's obviously not the biggest TV in the world. There are bigger TVs than the one that I own. There's... You know what, there's a TV that you can literally get that's a 75, or, or, no, not even a 75 inch, there's an 85 inch TV. Now, you'd be mad, you would be absolutely mental to get an 85 inch TV in any part of it, it doesn't matter where it is, your bedroom, your dining room, your living room, unless you had a mansion. You know, if you had a mansion, then definitely get get a, get an 85-inch TV with a surround sound. Make it into a cinema. Now, given the fact that this TV that I now have in my room is a 43-inch TV, to me, it looks big, right? And I'm not even joking. It also looks like sometimes I'm sat in the front row of a cinema. 
It really, it really does feel like it. I've been, you know what? I've not sat in my chair. Normally, you know, I've literally sat on the floor, right? At the end of my bed, looking up at my TV, which to be honest, ain't bad. Because, you know, obviously it's not making my neck feel stiff or anything like that. Looking up at it. You know, I've still got some nice, you know, I've got enough space to move my head around, my neck around and stuff like that. So I'm not like glaring up at the ceiling looking at my TV. Yeah, I'm still kind of got some sort of eye-level view of my TV when I'm sat on the floor. But, you know, I've, I've really, re I'm really, really enjoying it. It is really good. And, like, watching a movie in 4K UHD is absolutely stunning. I've watched a couple of movies on the TV already. I watched The Incredibles on Disney Plus this week and it looks really really good like you know the film just ran like the, the way the characters were moving on screen it just had this like smoothness added um you know and it was the same with last night when i was watching turner and hooch um again on disney plus yeah i was watching the, the movie turner and hooch and again the smoothness of when the characters on screen and like when we first see Hooch running in slow motion like it just it just ran so smoothly on screen and I loved it and I've been watching various um, cartoon shows as well um, for example Family Guy American Dad and Bob's Burgers and again the animation on screen just runs so smoothly on the screen. It is so good. It really, really, it really, really is good. The only problem I had at the at the begin at the beginning. Sorry, I'm, I was burping away there. At the beginning, I was um, the only issue I had was the Wi-Fi, but I wasn't connected to the Wi-Fi booster that I had, so. Obviously, ever since I connected to my Wi-Fi booster, the Wi-Fi's been fine. So, yeah. But at first, obviously, I was connected to my original Wi-Fi router. And it, it just kept cutting out. It kept saying no internet connection and stuff like that. But obviously, when I connected to my Wi-Fi booster, it worked. It worked absolutely fine. And it still works now. And, yeah. And you know what? I love it. I really do. There's only one issue that I have with the TV. There's one issue. So first of all, well, okay, the, the, the issue I have is obviously the energy. So it uses up a lot of energy, and obviously, which means it uses up a lot of power. It is understandable why it uses up a lot of energy, given the fact it's a very powerful TV. It is a very powerful TV, you know, obviously, what with the picture quality and the sound quality being as powerful as what it is... Um, obviously, I do think that, you know, the energy efficiency on it is going to be a lot higher than what is expected. And it is quite shocking because this is a Samsung product, you know, and you would think that Samsung would be more energy efficient. The really good thing is, is with my old TV, I never had this. I never had on my old TV. I never had a power... Um, standby like a power efficient standby mode you know so when your tv becomes inactive or when your tv's been left on for a certain amount of time 
obviously it does a countdown and then switches itself off you know and admittedly last night so I did watch Turner and Hooch but then I ended up me being me being all tired I ended up falling asleep and obviously I woke up I actually woke up at the perfect time so my TV has a a power standby mode and I put it on the minimum amount of time that my TV is inactive or left on so obviously you've got the options so you've either got four hours six hours or eight hours okay so you have those options so obviously I've asked my TV to turn itself off after four hours of being switched on obviously if I'm up in my room all day watching TV and obviously it then comes up with that countdown thing then I could just press OK to cancel the countdown and continue watching TV and then that countdown won't appear for another four hours and yeah and etc etc although I don't think I'd really be up in my room for eight hours or, or or 12 hours watching TV in my room I don't think I would but there we go but so last night I ended up falling asleep halfway through Turner and Hooch and actually I woke up at the perfect time well when I say perfect time it was like it was pretty much the early uh, I mean the very early hours of the morning but it was a perfect time for my TV so obviously my TV was on for four hours okay pretty much and then it then went into a I think it was a 230 second countdown and it literally just counted down all the way up to naught and then it switched off that was it but so what I do anyway is I take the plug out of the socket when I'm not using the TV like right now my TV's not on and the power is out the socket because I'm not using it and it's obviously there's less power consumption going through my plug socket tower which obviously is then creating more energy for my TV to run um, you know so yeah so it is really really good in that sense um, you know I really really do like it um, and it is quite a decent size I'm gonna say I have literally only got about enough room to put my iMac next to my TV I've only just got about enough room to put an iMac there which I will be hopefully getting within the next four weeks maybe eight weeks depending on when and actually that that does make me that does move me on nicely to the iMac because that's what I wanted to talk about as well in this podcast was the iMac obviously the iMac is something I still want to get it's still something that I do want to purchase definitely but to be honest at the moment it's still looking like and well I'm gonna say at the moment it's still looking unlikely that I may get it in August I may end up getting it in September at this rate or even so I may end up getting it in 2022 um, so the annoying thing is is this so Curry's PC world where I got my TV and by the way the service from Curry's PC world was was great okay no complaints other than you know I had to wait near on a week for my delivery 
in order to get it for free. That's the only issue I had with, with Curry's PC World. But other than that, that was it. You know, great service. They texted me to tell me what, uh, between roughly what time they'll be there. Uh, they'll, they'll bring the delivery to my house. And yeah, they called me about 15 minutes before they showed up at my door with the delivery. Got no complaints. So I'm definitely going to be purchasing through Curry's PC World again, definitely. Um, but yeah, so the annoying thing is, is this. So I go onto the Curry's PC World app yesterday. And basically I looked at the iMacs. Now, the iMac I want to get is in 250, it's got 256 gig of onboard storage. It's got four USB ports, which I think is more than enough. You know, I think two USB ports on an iMac isn't enough. Four USB ports, however, is enough. You know, um, so yeah, anyway, and obviously it's got Touch ID on the keyboard as well and, and stuff like that. So the iMac that I want to get is in blue. And I have mentioned this before in the podcast. And for the last, I don't know how many weeks, maybe four weeks, maybe eight weeks, maybe even longer than that, it's been out of stock. Now, the annoying thing is, is that you've got the basic iMac model in blue and it's in stock. And they've got the more expensive, more premium blue iMac, right, which is £1,649. They have that. And again, it's in stock. So the only issue is, is they don't have the one that I want, which is the the middle model, £1,449. They don't have that one. And neither does Amazon. Neither does anywhere else. So I'm really like, it is frustrating. But at the same time, it's like, you know what? For the time being, I'm happy with the purchase that I've just purchased, which is my new TV. Yeah. And obviously I'm going to continue watching things on my TV. Do you want to know something? To be honest, at times, it's even better watching things on my TV now than it is on my iPad. And this is now the thing. So when I'm not in my bedroom, I turn my TV off, I unplug it, that's it. But if I'm watching something on my TV and I'm going to go downstairs and have dinner, for example, then I'll switch over to Netflix on my iPad or Amazon Prime Video on my iPad or Disney Plus on my iPad. And I'll go and watch what I'm watching upstairs in my room. I'll watch it downstairs, but except on my iPad. You know, um, so yeah, so it is quite good. It is quite good in that sense. Um, You know, and I do like doing it like that. Um, so yeah, definitely. Um, it is a nice TV. The only issue is the energy efficiency side of things. But other than that, it is a fantastic TV. It is very slim as well. I mean, I could literally just imagine. Okay, I'm out of curiosity. How big does that TV get? Just out of curiosity. I'm going to find out. Okay. Because I know that I can, I could get, I could get that TV in a bigger size, but I'm just gonna just curiosity here because this is a 43 inch that I had, right? Um, 
so where is it? It's that one, isn't it? Yeah, okay. So, b -b -b that one. Yeah, that one. So, I could get this. Okay, yeah. So, it goes, I'm not even joking you. It goes up to 75 inch. Okay, so, literally, I mean, there is no way, no way on God's end would I ever be able to fit a 75 inch TV in my bedroom. I can only just about fit a 43 inch. If, if I got a 75 inch TV, I mean, well, for one, I would never be able to fit it in my bedroom. But second of all, I'd never have to go to the cinema ever again. Because I'd be like, you know what? No, that's it. Cancel my cinema subscription. That's it. I'll watch the movies at home. I'll get a surround sound. I'll get some sort of technician to come in and, you know, do do the do the special um, light switch thing, you know, where they dim the lights, the light dimming thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get rid of my bed. I'll make it into a... I'll literally make this room into a cinema. There we go. But no, I won't really do that. <laughs> I won't really do that. Uh, but no, 43-inch, decent size TV. Really do like it. Um, and it was definitely a really good buy. Um, so, but yeah, the only annoying thing is now is I'm still impatiently waiting for my iMac to get back in stock so that I can purchase that. Um, in the meantime, though, it's still a good thing because I'm still saving. So, it does have its benefits. But at the same time, it does have its cons. Because it's like, you know, this is something I've wanted, well, ever since it first got announced, really. And I've never, never done that before. Where, you know, I, I, okay, admittedly, I may actually, no, I've done it with the Nintendo Switch, okay? When the Nintendo Switch first came out, I ordered that on, on launch day. Yeah, I pre-ordered it and got it on launch day. And... Yeah, and that's because I fell in love with the console, and I still do enjoy playing on my Nintendo Switch. But as soon as I saw the announcement for the iMac earlier this year, I've literally, I fell in love with it. The blue one especially. I fell in love with the blue one, mostly. And again, it's just the case of, I really do, I really would love that iMac right now, but I can't get it. Although, well, I could get it. But I could get it in either a basic model or in a uh, in a more premium, more expensive model, which really I don't want to do. I don't really want to edge towards that model. I know I'm getting like double the storage, which again does have its benefits. But I do think that you know, and a lot of YouTubers and a lot of reviewers have even said that the the more middle the the middle option the one that's 1449 pounds that model would be the the best model to have um out of all three of them out of all three options the middle one is the best option to go for so you know um but yeah so i think i think i would definitely do that and also as well i think going for the more basic model obviously it's going to run a little bit slower because it only has one fan within its processors, whereas the the more you know the the second and third version of the iMac 
have two fans which means it can process a lot faster because obviously you know it hasn't got that extra kind of weight on its shoulders I guess you could say um, in terms of like running air through its systems and, and stuff like that so yeah so it does have its benefits at the minute but it also has its cons and yeah so we'll wait and see we will wait and see what happens hopefully by the end of the summer whether it's at the end of August or even at the end of September I'm hoping by then I'll, I'll have an iMac in my bedroom um, and I'll be using it for Skype calls I'll be using it for uh, for video editing as well um, I'll be using it for a lot of things really um, and it'll be it'll, hopefully it'll be really really good to have in my room um, as well obviously as well as the, the TV that I've now got as well um, so yes that's the, that's how I wanted to start off this week's podcast uh, with you lovely listeners uh, I'm getting um a Google Podcast notification. Um, to play a podcast, oh, oh, oh. ask for it by name. No, I didn't. For example, no. You can say play the latest episode of followed by the podcast's name. No, I didn't. No, I didn't want that. No. I mean, literally, I could actually say, "Hey Google, play Steve's weekly podcast episode forty-one." I couldn't find that episode, but here's the latest episode of Steve's Weekly Podcast, Steve's Weekly Podcast Episode 41, iMac Update, Switch OLED and Monsters at Work, Steve Official, playing on Google Podcasts. Just so you know, you can set your preferred podcast provider in assistant settings. (laughs) I sent a link to your phone, and just an FYI, you can always say something like, set the volume to three. Hey Google! Stop. Now, you know what's scary is he is right. He sent me a link for me to set my podcast provider on my phone. That's freaky. Oh, Jesus. How did he know? That's just freaky. Oh, technology. I sent a link to your phone. He did! He actually did send me a link to my phone! Oh, that is so freaky. Oh no, that is absolutely freaky. Technology these days, honestly. Uh. Anyway, right, I have got more things coming up for you in this week's podcast. I'm actually now going to talk about Loki, okay? I've got to talk about Loki. So Loki has now finished on Disney Plus. All episodes are available to stream on Disney Plus right now. Um, I'm not going to say that I'm going to go into spoilers because, to be honest, it's been over a week. Everyone should, every Marvel fan should have watched Loki by now. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw it out there that I am gonna talk ex- explicitly about Loki. Um and I'll talk to you about my thoughts and opinions on the series as a whole as well. So I found this series a bit mixed, to be honest, because yes, there was some 
good episodes and there were some dry episodes I'm gonna say because a lot of the, some of the episodes I'm gonna say were dry weren't very entertaining and they were more dialogue in a library just having a chat you know it was a lot more dialogue focused than action focused whereas with one division okay between one division falcon and the winter soldier and loki falcon and the winter soldier had a lot of action in it one division had mild action in it more so towards the end of the series loki only had mild action in it it didn't have too much action sequences in it it was a lot more dialogue based but this is the series loki is the series that changed the marvel cinematic universe forever and i'm not even joking when i say that it really has so we have now met the next marvel villain in the mcu and that is in the form of someone called kang the conqueror now obviously i don't read the comics but to be honest i do want to actually read a little bit more about this story arc in the comics to get a bit more of an understanding of what's going to happen but so basically there are different versions of kang the conqueror so obviously loki is based on variants so you've got lady loki you've got kid loki crocodile loki um classic loki boastful loki president loki you've got all these different loki variants within the timeline and obviously it is the same with kang the conqueror you have got different versions different variants of kang the conqueror in this version he was known as he who remains and he happens to be the oldest variant out of all of the kang the conquerors variants that there are um so yeah so in this version he was known as he who remains and he basically sat there and told sylvie and loki that he knows exactly what happens next he has seen it all um he has seen everything that is going to happen um and basically he gave loki and sylvie an ultimatum they could either take over and become basically the timekeepers and continue protecting the sacred timeline and they could basically get whatever they wanted so for example loki could have the throne of asgard and he could of in essentially he could have been given the infinity gauntlet to kill thanos you know so he could have changed the events of avengers endgame and infinity war by holding the infinity gauntlet himself and basically killing thanos before he even but before he became the most powerful um being in the universe um so yeah but 
obviously, there then became this thing where Sylvie ended up kissing Loki, which is a little bit self-cessed, you know? Because obviously, it's like, but it's like a series that's basically based on self-love, really. You know, because obviously where Lady Loki is a female version of Loki himself, basically Loki kissed himself, but in a female form. So, yeah. So, I mean, it was a bit weird watching that. I'm not going to lie. But, I mean, anyway, in the end... Loki ended up going back into the TVA prison um, because Sylvie sent him back and then she ultimately killed He Who Remains aka Kang the Conqueror and because he was killed that's when the branches of the sacred timeline opened up and basically what Sylvie has now done is essentially she's opened up the multiverse. Which means that now we're going to start seeing all these different characters from different timelines appearing in different MCU projects. You know? Um, so obviously the next... I'm going to say the next big thing is going to be Doctor Strange the Multiverse of Madness. Now, it has already been confirmed that Tom Hiddleston is going to be reprising his role as Loki in Doctor Strange next year. Obviously, Elizabeth Olsen is going to be reprising her role as Wanda Maximoff, a.k.a. Uh, Scarlet Witch. Um, you know, so it's going to be very, very interesting to see how Doctor Strange reacts to the multiverse opening up um you know and how he's going to deal with the fallout of the multiverse being open obviously we have got spider-man no way home um and obviously that then will probably follow into doctor strange afterwards um but yeah honestly it this is this is huge this really is absolutely huge for the MCU. And essentially, and I have seen it a lot online, essentially what Sylvie has done has basically created the next 10 years worth of movies and shows for the MCU, basically. Um, you know, it is, it is pretty huge. Um, and I really, really am looking forward to seeing where this goes. Loki, by the way, has also been confirmed for a second series. So again, it's going to be very interesting to see. Obviously, the, the, the series one is obviously going to be following... Um, well, no, okay, so Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness is basically going to follow on from the events that took place in series one of Loki. So... At some point, you know, they're going to start Series 2. And it isn't going to start 
exactly where series one left off. I think it'll it'll start with wherever the MCU has left off, whether it's in a TV show or a movie. Um, you know, so it's going to be very interesting to see how Loki series two works um, within the MCU. The other thing is, as well, is this is the first Marvel Studios Disney Plus show that has got a second series. WandaVision only had one series. Falcon and the Winter Soldier only had one series. Loki has now got a second series. Now, the other thing is, as well, is they could do this exactly the same with What If. So, What If is the next series that we're going to be seeing from Marvel which is going to be dropping on Disney Plus on August 11th. And again, you know, because there's endless possibilities that they could... There's possi- there's literally endless amount of stories that they could do with the What If series. They could do as many series and as many episodes of that as they want. They really could. Um, and you know what? I would be happy if they did do that. I really would be happy if they did do that. So, um, it is going to be very interesting to see where Loki does pick up from uh, when it does come to Series 2. Um, and I'm really, really looking forward to seeing the future of the MCU. Obviously, for the rest of this year, we have still got Hawkeye and Ms. Marvel after What If. Um, so, And they have been confirmed uh, for the end of 2021. So... Maybe we might see one of them drop in, I don't know, in October. Maybe the other one might drop at the beginning of December or, or something like that, you know. So, yeah, so by the end of the year, we would have had WandaVision, Falcon the Wind Soldier, Loki, What If, um, Hawkeye, and Ms. Marvel. So, we would essentially have had six Marvel TV shows across the year, which is a lot. It is a lot. Um, I do feel like we have been absolutely spoiled with Marvel content this year because so not only have we had six Marvel shows but we've had Black Widow, Shang-Chi, The Eternals and Spider-Man No Way Home so we've had four Marvel movies as well this year um, which to be honest if you put all of those together we've had ten Marvel projects this year which is huge it is a big number it really really is a big big number um so and I I really did um I really I really am enjoying it I really am um so there we go so that's a little bit of the the Loki stuff I I I mean to be honest if you are new to Marvel and you like uh and you like Tom Hiddleston, then definitely give give Loki a watch. It is a little bit bonkers. Um, I do hope and pray that Mobius finally gets his wish of a jet ski in Series 2. It has to happen. Come on, writers of Loki. You know, make it happen. Although the uh, writer for Series 1 of Loki isn't going to be writing Series 2. So they're going to be finding a new writer for Series 2 of Loki. But whoever takes the helm of that series, the next series, they need to get Mobius on a jet ski. They really do. Um, 
So, yeah, and you know what? I really did love the characters. I thought Sylvie was an amazing character. The actress that, that plays her is very attractive. Um, you know, Tom Hiddleston, you know, I really like Tom Hiddleston. He is a, he is a very, very funny character, you know. Um, and again, Owen Wilson as well. Uh, again, really, really liked um, Owen Wilson in in that as well. So it is a, it is a fantastic series, um, and I definitely do uh, recommend it. Whether you are a Marvel fan or you're or, or you're a new Marvel fan, um, definitely do recommend it. So there we go. Um, so there we go. I've spoken about that. Now I'm going to talk next about the Forever Purge because I went to the cinema last week and watched. Uh, the Forever Purge. The Forever Purge. Um, it was a very racial movie. I'm not going to lie. It was an absolute racial movie. Like, you know, I'm not... I mean, to be honest, I'm not really going to go into what it what it basically was saying because, you know, I don't want, I don't want this podcast to become flagged as, like, you know does contain racial words that some listeners may find offensive so i'm not going to go into it but it is there it is um it is it is there the the the, the racist comment uh, comments are there um you know it is very open in that sense but at the same time though it was still quite a good movie you know, um, it was still quite a good movie. Yeah, there was a lot of action in it. I feel like they could have shown a little bit more of the purge um, itself. You know, I I I do think so. But other than that, I think it was still a good movie. Whether I whether I would go and see it again, I'm not really I'm not really too sure whether I would go and see it again or yeah whether it's a movie that yeah I'll definitely go and see um again and again and again you know I just yeah I just I just don't know I just don't know about that really um but well but yeah but anyway I do still um I do still recommend it. Um, you know, it was still, um, it was still a fantastic movie, and yeah, definitely. So there we go. So that's that's just my thoughts um, on um, the Forever Purge. That's just my thoughts on the Forever Purge. Um, now, I am going to talk next about uh fear street yes because obviously last week there was no podcast so i've got fear street part two and fear street part three to talk about i have a fun fact about part two so in part two of fear street they're based at this summer camp now the filming location where they did those summer camp um scenes was actually the same location that they use for one of the Friday the 13th movies. 
there's a little fun fact for you. Um, now, this is what I love about the Fear Street trilogy, is they do so many callbacks to other horror franchises. Yo, and that's what I like about it. That is really what I do like about it. I, I like the fact that in part three, you had like the kind of the medieval um, type horror. I really did like that. Um, you know, and like in part two, you had the, um, you had obviously the Friday, the Friday the 13th vibes were really strong in part two. So in part one, the scream vibes were very strong. Part two, you had the Friday the 13th vibes and it was very noticeable. Uh, but I, I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that at all. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, you know, as a horror movie fan, it is so weird me saying that I'm a horror movie fan because, you know, years ago, I never used to love horror, but now I do. I love it to, to its death. You know, um, no pun intended there. But, you know, as a horror movie fan, I really did like it. Um, and actually, the funny thing is, is there are so many stories in the Fear Street books that the person that made those movies has actually now turned around and said that they want to make a horror MCU-style Fear Street franchise. So basically, where you've got like, I don't know, around about 24, 25 Marvel movies, they kind of want to do that with Fear Street. And you know what? I'd be happy... I literally would be happy for Netflix to make movie after movie after movie after movie and base it all on Fear Street. As long as they've got the same formula as what they did in the the in the in the trilogy, which is so many callbacks to other horror franchises. As long as they keep doing that, yeah, I'm sold. I'm I'm I will literally watch every movie that they make in the Fear Street franchise. I really would. Um, so, yeah, so definitely, definitely is worth a movie, uh, worth watching um, for sure. And I do definitely recommend it um, as well. Um, you know, I will warn you that the deaths are quite brutal in uh, all three parts of the movie. Um, but it is still a fantastic movie. Um, and it is kind of left open-ended i guess you could say it is left open-ended um so so yeah there is a chance that you know at some point in the future we could have more fear street movies um and i would definitely be up for watching them on netflix um for sure so we will we will wait and see um we will wait and see and, and, and see what happens um, on that. But, um, yeah. Uh, so, there we go. So, that's my thoughts on Fear Street. Uh, I've got a few cinema movies that I'm going to be going to see. Starting with uh, tomorrow, Saturday, the 24th of July, 2021. Um, I'm going to be going and see a movie called Old um, in cinemas. So, I'm going to have a movie review up uh, on my podcast next week. Um, for old and I'm also going to be um, reviewing the movie The Tomorrow War which is available to watch right now on Amazon Prime Video but I'm going to be watching that movie tonight 
as my Friday night movie. And yes, I will be watching it on my brand new Samsung 43-inch 4K UHD TV. Yes, definitely. Uh, get all them benefits out of the, the TV um, that I can. Um, so yeah, so I'll definitely be watching that tonight. So that will be, um, I'll be reviewing that movie in next week's uh, podcast. Um, so that's coming up. And then on Friday next week, I'm going to be going to the cinema and watching The Suicide Squad. Now this is the one that was uh, directed by James Gunn, who is more famously known for doing... Uh, the original Scooby-Doo movies that you know the live-action Scooby-Doo movies that came out in the early 2000s and obviously he's obviously really well known for directing the Guardians of the Galaxy movies for Marvel as well so I'm gonna go and watch uh, the Suicide Squad next Friday afternoon which I'm really looking forward to watching um, and then after that on Saturday next week um, I am then going to be watching Jungle Cruise on uh, at the cinema as well. Now, Jungle Cruise is going is going to be available to purchase on Disney Plus as part of Premier Access for twenty pounds. However, it will be released in cinemas. So, obviously, because I disagree with Premier Access and Disney Plus, I'm going to go and see it in the cinemas where it's a lot cheaper. Um, it is a lot cheaper, and yeah. I will definitely give that a watch um, and I will obviously be reviewing that uh, movie along with uh, The Suicide Squad. I'm going to review The Suicide Squad and uh, Jungle Cruise in not next week's podcast but in episode 44 of my uh, weekly podcast. Okay, so that's coming up then. So we've got loads, loads of uh, movie reviews coming up over the next couple of weeks. Uh, mm. I have got, I have got loads of um, of movies coming up in the next couple of weeks, which I will be uh, reviewing. Uh, now, speaking of Disney Plus, last was it last week or it might have been at the start of this week? I finally, finally got the um i finally got the release schedule um for next month uh on disney plus uh which is obviously august 2021 so what i am going to do is i am going to reveal uh with you guys what the uh yeah what the next month is looking like on disney plus um, so let me let me just get it up here. Uh, here we go. Everything that's coming in August. There we go. So we have got a huge list, by the way. So <clears throat> apparently the list isn't complete and more will be announced next month. So interesting. That's all I'm going to say for now. Interesting. But we're going to I'm going to talk to you guys about what's coming up in August on Disney Plus, okay? So Wednesday, August the 4th, uh we have got episode 6 of Monsters at Work. Now, at the moment, I've really been enjoying Monsters at Work. 
Um, and I hope it does get picked up for a second series. I really do. Because it is really, really good. We've got episode 3 of Turner and Hooch, the series. Which I'm going to start watching later today. Uh, I haven't yet got round to... No, this is actually the first Disney Plus series. Well, okay. Excluding... Um, Mighty Ducks, Big Shot, High School Musical, the musical, the series, exclude those, right? So those th those shows don't really interest me. But Turner and Hooch, it does interest me because obviously I'm I'm a guy that loves dogs, you know. So obviously this is a series that will definitely be for me. But this is the first Disney Plus series that I have not actually yet got round to watching. On release day um, I don't know why was that I really can't remember why I never got round to watching Turner and Hooch I think it was because I ended up falling asleep and yeah I just the time messed up I, I've been sleeping a lot this week but it's more to do with the heat than than any it's been knocking me out the heat um, you know, so obviously I've been napping more in the afternoons and, and stuff like that. So obviously I think that's where I've not really had the time uh, to be, you know, to kind of watch Turner and Hooch. But no, I am going to watch Turner and Hooch this evening. So yeah, definitely. But anyway, Wednesday, August the 4th, we're going to get episode three of Turner and Hooch. Uh, we're also going to be getting some brand new episodes of Marvel Studio Legends. Now these are basically little short episodes based on profiles of different characters within the MCU. Uh, the episodes that we'll be getting will feature Peggy Carter, The Avengers Initiative, and The Ravagers. We're going to be getting Short Circuit Season 2 as well. Um, so we're going to be getting five new short films um, on that. So I'm definitely going to be watching them because they do look pretty good. We're going to be getting Chippendale Park Life Episode 2. Uh, we're going to be getting Episode 2 of Season 9 of Last Man Standing. Uh, we're going to get uh, Episode 5 of Season 17 of American Dad. Uh, the Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse Episode 13 and 14. Uh, we're going to get Muppet Babies Year 3 Episode 1 to 15. So that's something for the little ones. Uh, Drain the Oceans Series 2, which is a National Geographic series. And then we've got Friday, August the 6th, got The Bad Batch Episode 15, which is the penultimate episode of Star Wars The Bad Batch Series 1. Uh, we're going to get Episode 8, which is the series finale of The Mysterious Benedict Society. Uh, we've got Series 2, Episode 8 of Love, Victor. Uh, we've got episode 4, series 2 of War of the Worlds. Episode 15, series 3 of Gronish. Uh, Snake Eyes, which is the classic Snake Eyes movie. Uh, we're going to uh, get a movie called Why Him? My Cousin Vinny, Aliens, and Joy. And then we've got August the 11th. We've got episode 1, which is the series premiere of What If? On August the 11th. We've got episode 7 on Monsters at Work. We've got episode 4 of Turner and Hooch. Chippendale Park Life episode 3. Uh, episode 15 and 16 of The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse. Episode 3 of series 9 of Last Man Standing. 
Series 17, Episode 6 of American Dad. Bless the Hearts Series 1, which is a new animated comedy. And we're going to be getting Series 2 as well. But Series 2 is going to be dropping weekly on Disney Plus as a star original. Uh, so this is Bless the Hearts. This is a series that I'm going to be watching because, you know, Bless the Hearts is an animated comedy. So it's going to be slightly like Futurama, Bob's Burgers, American Dad, The Simpsons um, and Family Guy. So I'm definitely going to be giving Bless the Hearts a watch when it does drop on Disney+. Plus. Uh, we're going to be getting Criminal Minds Beyond Borders Series 1 and 2. Criminal Minds Suspect Behaviour. We're going to get Banged Up Abroad Series 10, which is a National Geographic show. And we're going to be getting enough, another National Geographic show, which is uh, Deadly Instinct Series 1, uh, Episode 1 to 6. We're also going to be getting Big Hero 6, the series, Series 3, Episode 51 to 60. And we're going to be getting something for the little ones, Puppy Dog Pals Series 4, Episode 1 to 10. We're going to be getting a Blowing Kisses as well. Um, and it's actually a Spanish series. as It's actually called uh, Bezos al Air is what it's called. It's a Spanish series. Um... So, and basically, it's a two-part Spanish television mini-series created by Eita Gabilondo and written by Dario Madrona, starring Paca Leon and Leonor Watling, uh, among others, a collection of romantic stories set in the COVID-19 lockdown. It is the first Spanish series originally released on Disney+. There we go. So there's something new, something refreshing to watch. And then we've got, on August the 13th, we've got the final episode of Star Wars The Bad Batch. That's episode 16. We've got episode 9 of series 2 of Love, Victor. We've got series 2, episode 5 of War of the Worlds. We've got series 3, episode 16 of Gronish. We've got series 1 of Informer as well. Uh, we've got the Hot Chick, Stuba... When in Rome, green card as well. Uh, and then we've got Wednesday, August the 18th, 2021. We've got Diary of a Future President, Series 2. All 10 episodes will be dropping at once on Disney+. Plus. So that's not going to be a weekly drop. No, it's going to be a complete binge uh, for you guys to watch. Uh, we've got Episode 2 of What If. Uh, we've got Growing Up Animal. Monsters at Work, Episode 8. Turner and Hooch, Episode 5. The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse, Episode 17 and 18. Chippendale Park Life, Episode 4. And we've got a brand new star original uh, from the producers of Blackish and uh, Grownish. We've got a brand new show, which is a star original, called Mixedish. So there we go. Um... Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. So series one, episode one is going to be dropping. Uh, it's basically Rainbow Johnson recounts her experience growing up in a mixed race family in the eighties and the constant dilemmas she and the family members had to face over whether to assimilate or stay true to themselves. So that's basically 
a little synopsis on what the series is about. Uh, we've got Last Man Standing ep- uh, Series 9 Episode 4, American Dad Series 17 Episode 7, uh, we've got Bless the Heart Series 2 Episode 2, uh, we've got The X-Files. Now, I don't know where that ended on there, so I'm just going to go back to... Um, so okay, let me so let me just go back to mix this very quick. Okay, apologies there. That obviously cut out because obviously the recording cuts out after an hour. So obviously Rainbow Johnson recounts her experience growing up in a mixed race family in the 80s and the constant dilemmas she and the family members had to face over whether to assimilate or stay true to themselves. So that's a little dialogue there, uh, or synopsis there um, for the show. Last Man Standing series nine episode four. American Dad, Series 17, Episode 7. Bless the Heart, Series 2, Episode 2. The X-Files, Series 10 and 11. The Accident, Episode 1 to 4. Ancient China from Above. Wild Argentina. Brain Game, Series 8. Ultimate Supercar, Series 1. Um, obviously, that's going to be a series that might interest me. Because I, I do like supercars-ish. You know, I like playing Forza, which has got supercars in it. So, you know... Um, so yeah, but that's a National Geographic show. We got Big City Green series two, episode forty-five to sixty. Gigantus, uh, Giganotosaurus year two, episode thirty-seven to forty-six as well. So that is going to be coming up on Wednesday, August eighteenth, August the twentieth, which is Friday. We got series two, episode ten of the, and that's the final episode of Love Victor. Episode six of series two of War of the Worlds. Gronish Series 3, Episode 17. That's the last episode. Chasing the Equinox. Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Hidalgo. 28 Days Later. And 28 Weeks Later. You know what? I'm going to be watching them. I have heard so many good things about 28 Days Later and 28 Weeks Later. That I'm actually going to watch that on August 20th. So, yeah. Uh, we're also going to be getting a movie called Spy as well, uh, which has got Jason Statham. I think it's got Melissa McCarthy in it. Um, yeah. Uh, we're going to be getting Hidalgo 2004. What's that first Hidalgo that I saw? There was another Hidalgo, not unless it's been published on there twice. Um, there was another Hidalgo somewhere. Where was it? Hidalgo, Hidalgo. Or was that just me? Maybe that might have just been me. Okay. Well, we're getting Hidalgo anyway. Um, let me go. I'm now going back down the list again because I need to. There we go. Uh, so yeah, Hidalgo. Oh, okay. Yeah, there is there is another Hidalgo. Maybe it's been put on there twice. I, I don't know. Uh, but that one's the 2004 one. So I don't know what the first one is. But there we go. Uh, survive in advance as well. And then Monday, August 23rd, we're going to be getting The Walking Dead Series 11 Episode 1. Uh, that's going to be a weekly Monday drop on Disney+. Plus. The Walking Dead Series 11. And then we've got Wednesday, August the 25th, we've got Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian, making of the Series 2 finale. So this is obviously going to be focusing on how they made the final episode of Series 2, 
how they kept obviously the whole Luke Skywalker cameo under wraps um, and all of that. Uh, so yeah, would, would be very interesting. Uh, there's a new documentary called McCartney 321. It's an in-depth interview with Paul McCartney. Uh, we're getting uh, episode three of What If, Monsters at Work episode nine, Turner and Hooch episode six, Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse episode nineteen and twenty, episode five of Chippendale Park Life, Last Man Standing series nine, episode five, American Dad series seventeen, episode eight, Bless the Hearts uh, series two, episode four, Mixed Dish series one, episode two, Baghdad Central Informer series one, Ice Road Rescue series four. Lost Cities with Albert Lynn. Uh, Mickey Mixed Up Adventures Year 3, 4 episodes. Bunked Year 5. And then August the 27th, uh, Friday, August 27th, 2021, uh, we're going to be getting Cruella, which will be available to all Disney Plus subscribers, which means obviously you don't have to pay extra to watch Cruella. Uh, then we're getting a Hulu and Star original movie called vacation friends now the trailer dropped uh for this this week actually it does look pretty good so i'm definitely going to be giving that a watch uh then we're going to be getting disney princess remix and ultimate princess celebration war of the world series 2 episode 7 that one word feyenoord star original and then we're getting wall street wall street money never sleeps motherland fort Salem, uh series 1 uh, Buried Truth of the Mayor, Confessions of a Shopaholic, and then August the 30th, we're getting episode 2 of The Walking Dead series 11. And finally, on August 31st, uh, we're going to be getting a brand new uh, Star Original show called Only Murders in the Building, episode 1, which stars Steve Martin, uh, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. So there we go. Uh, so yeah. So that is everything coming to Disney Plus at the moment in August. Now, there's a very interesting thing here. Now, on August the 25th over in Canada on Disney Plus, they're getting American Horror Stories, which is a Hulu original series. Uh, it is currently um, streaming right now over in the US. We are going to be getting it on Disney Plus as part of star um so yes yeah, so we are going to be getting american horror stories now i don't know whether or not it's going to be dropping here in the uk in august but at the moment it's only been confirmed for canada and it's going to be dropping in canada on august 25th so there might be a possibility we might get it in August. We might get it in September. Um, but yeah, you, you never know. We might get it in... Who knows? Maybe Disney might hold it off and wait until Halloween. So October. And then release it in October. We just never know. So it's very, very interesting to see what happens there. Um... There is a couple of other things that I wanted to talk about before I wrap up this week's weekly podcast. The first being Jordan Peele, who is the the terror the man behind the very terrifying movies Get Out and Us. He has announced his next 
horror movie which will be coming out on July 22nd 2022 um, and he released a poster for it yesterday and it didn't give away anything it didn't give away anything at all other than who stars in the movie and basically a very dark looking cloud hanging over a a city at night now the title doesn't give anything away neither other than it's called nope that's it that's 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 the title nope n o p e nope that's it so i do hope and pray that we do get a trailer for it towards the end of the year maybe but it's actually got um it's actually got the main uh character uh from get out he stars in this next movie uh which would be very very interesting to see um i i'm looking forward to it because i really did love get well when i say i loved get out I found it to be very weird, you know. It was weird. I'm like, I'm not even joking you. At times, I got a little bit disturbed, but not midsummer disturbed. No, I just got a little bit disturbed with some of the scenes in Get Out. I I really did like Us. Us was a fantastic movie by Jordan Peele, so it is going to be very interesting to see what he does with this next horror movie that he's making um yeah and just to see how much more of a twisted mind he really does have um so i'm really looking forward to seeing that next year uh bring it on uh also as well there was a trailer released this week for a movie called malignant uh, now, this is a movie by Warner Brothers, I believe. And it looks... It is a thriller. And it is James Wan, the guy who brought us Saw, The Conjuring, and Insidious. So, yo, know, again, this does look like a very, very interesting movie. I watched the trailer for it the other day. And it does look actually really interesting. Um, it is definitely something that I think I will watch. Uh, definitely. Uh, the movie does come out on September 8th. Um, so I'm definitely going to be going uh, to the cinema to go and watch that. Um, so, yeah, it is definitely going to be very, very interesting uh, to watch that. So we have got loads more horror movies coming out this year. Uh, because obviously we've got... Uh, well, we've got okay, so we've got Candyman coming up in August. In September, we've got Malignant. You know, um, we've also got Venom. Let there be carnage. Although I wouldn't really class that as a horror movie. I'd class that more of as an action thriller movie. Um, you know, we've got Halloween Kills. We've got La uh, Last Night in Soho. Um, you know that. Yeah, and we've also got another movie coming out called Antlers as well, which is uh, by uh, 20th Century Studios. So, yeah, I am definitely looking forward to watching those movies. 
Um, there are some more great movies being lined up uh, over the summer, which I'm definitely uh, going to be going to see um, at the cinema for sure. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give you some of them. Obviously, I mentioned earlier, you know, that I'm going to be going to see Old and The Suicide Squad and Jungle Cruise. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely going to be seeing that uh, in the cinema um, over the next couple of weeks. Um, but then after that, I have then got Free Guy, which I am going to see in the cinema. And then I've got Candyman coming up at the end of August. Um, so, hold on, hold on, wait, whoa, 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 what is this? Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, man. Okay. Odeon Wimbledon. Oh, this is in Wimbledon. Oh, this is in London. Oh. On the 10th of September... They're doing a 24, I'm not even joking, a 24-hour horror marathon. Jesus! Oh! Oh, you know what? I'm going to find so many horror... You know what? I might do that myself. I won't sleep. I won't eat. I won't drink. Actually, no, I will eat and drink. Of course I will. You can't watch a movie without eating and drinking. But I won't sleep. I'll actually will. I'm going to grab as many horror movies as I can possibly find. I will do it myself. I will do a 24-hour horror movie marathon. There we go. I don't know how mentally disturbed I'll be afterwards. Um, after seeing so many blood, guts and stabbings and shootings and, you know, and cannibalisms and, and stuff like that being done on screen. I don't know how mentally disturbed I'll be afterwards. But you know what? That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> it really does. It really does. Ah, oh. okay. I'll read you the description. I've just literally went on the Odeon app, and it actually says here, "24-hour horror marathon." Um, so it says here, Odeon Wimbledon and David DMP Moore invite you to the ultimate cinematic horror experience. Thirteen horror classics back to back fully uncut and digitally remastered plus horror movie horror movie trivia awesome prize giveaways classic horror trailer shows classic grindhouse intermission pause and more and then it comes up with this warning warning many of the films screened in this marathon will show scenes of graphic violence gore cannibalism and sadism absolutely no one under 18 will be admitted damn that sounds like a fantastic day 24 hours watching horror movies yes please sign me up oh i would literally i would i'd sit there watch them i'll be like yeah look at that guy getting killed yeah anyway um but yeah so so obviously i've okay so at the moment there's free guy um candy man shang chi i may go and watch that respect movie um i'm still debating about seeing no time to die i know it's james bond but 
I'm debating it. Um, Hotel Transylvania, Transylvania, maybe. Um, Ron's Gone Wrong, I'm definitely going to watch. Last Night in Soho, I'm definitely going to go and see. Definitely going to see Last Night in Soho. And yeah, and obviously there's Halloween Kills. Um, there's obviously going to be... Um, there's just going to be so much more as well coming up. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Really, really, really looking forward to it, definitely. Um, so there we go. I don't think, really, there is much else um, for me to really say in this week's podcast. Um, obviously, I do apologise that, you know, there was no podcast last week. I just didn't really have... A lot of time uh, on my hands to do a podcast last week. Uh, there will definitely be a podcast next week. Um, so obviously next week I will talk about the Tomorrow War on Amazon Prime, and I will also talk about um, uh, Old as well as I'm going to see that in the cinemas tomorrow. Uh, I'll also talk about my week so, um, as well because next week I'm off work. Yes. Yes, I'm off work next week. Whoop whoop. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to having some time off work. Um, it'll be my first. Well, when I say it's my first week off work, it is essentially because I had a week off in May, but that wasn't holiday. That was just purely because I had an eye infection and I had to take a week off work because it got so bad. But yeah, so my last holiday from work was in March and we're now at the end of July nearly. So yes, that's a very long time to go without taking holiday. So I'm taking holiday next week from work. So I'll be able to sit down and do a podcast and talk about what I've been up to during my week off. I've already got stuff planned in the pipeline um, for next week. So I won't talk about it now. I'll rather talk about it in next week's podcast. That gives you guys uh, something to to listen to. Um, the other thing I want to talk about very quick as well is I've started watching, finally started watching Stranger Things on Netflix. I've only watched two episodes so far. And so far, so good. It isn't a bad series. I've, I'm, I feel like the plot is still unfolding at the moment. So... You know, so I will get myself more into it and you know and I will once I watch all three uh, seasons of it which hopefully will be in the next maybe two weeks or so um, I will definitely do a review on it uh, on the podcast and talk to you a little bit about it as well I know that they're making a fourth series so if I like it enough if I like all three series enough then yeah sure I will stick around and watch the fourth series when it does eventually drop on Netflix. Uh, but anyway, apart from that though, uh, that is everything that I wanted to talk about in this week's podcast. I'm now going to head off and watch American Dad on Disney Plus on my iPad and I need to give Buddy a shower because he smells of dog, um, which really isn't the nicest smell that you could 
have for a dog. So I'm going to give Buddy a shower in a minute. Uh, but thank you uh, for listening to this week's podcast. I know it's been a little bit of a long one this week, uh, but I've had so much to, to cram in in n- near on an hour and a half. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. I will be back next week uh, with another weekly podcast uh, for you, which will be uh, weekly podcast episode 43. In the meantime, though, thank you for listening. Um, do follow me on social media Twitter at my name is Steve with the O being a zero, Instagram Steve Graham official, um, and uh, yeah, YouTube, give me a follow on YouTube or subscribe to me on YouTube. My uh, YouTube channel name is Steve Official, and of course, uh, my Twitch channel is Steve Crosby Official. Feel free to give me a follow on there, or feel free to support my channel on there and give me a subscribe as well much appreciated but from me though it's goodbye thank you for listening and i will see you guys next friday with my next weekly podcast on spotify music google podcast and apple podcast see you then